0: A
1: podcast by two best friends who should have been sisters at birth. And now they're your sisters you've never had.
0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp.
1: Therapy has changed both of our lives in so many ways. It's helped us when we were in the process of getting out of toxic relationships, when we've moved into brand new cities and lived alone, and when we were making other big life decisions such as major career changes. It's even helped us now with everyday conflicts that come up in life.
0: We get so many questions on the daily about how to find the right therapist and we have the solution for you. With better help, you can find the right therapist for you that fits your budget and your needs. The best part is that you can do this all virtually within your own home.
1: It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. You can choose flexibly between a video call or just phone if you don't feel like getting ready. You can even leave notes for your therapist and a message them between sessions if you need more help outside your scheduled appointment.
0: So what are you waiting for? Run sisters, don't walk. Book your session today and that's the first step of becoming your best self. Therapy has changed our lives and we can't wait to see how it can help change yours.
1: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and as a Sisters You've Never Had listener, you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash You've Never Had.
0: That's betterhelp.com slash Sisters You've Never Had. We've also linked it down below for easier access.
1: Welcome to another episode of Sisters You've Never Had. I'm Lisa. And I'm Teresa. And in today's episode,
0: we're actually going to be talking about the red flags that we give off while we're dating. So I know that in previous episodes, we've talked about, you know, the red flags that guys give off when we're dating them, but it's equally as important to know some of the red flags that you give off yourself and kind of what to do about them. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're actually going to kind of like introspectively look at ourselves and observe and kind of guess what we give off. But then also we're going to be talking about what we think each other gives off. So Mm -hmm. once again, this is an exercise that we literally just thought of. So we haven't even talked about this. This is completely just going to be raw, organic. We have no idea what each other's reactions are. I don't know what Teresa thinks of my red flags and vice Mm -hmm. versa. So this is going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, let's get started. And also, it's so important to know that like we're not perfect. Like we all have red flags and we need to keep an eye on them and kind of work on like how to work on ourselves and really like improve so we don't give off red flags in our next relationship. So, like at the very end, we're going to talk about like resources and like what we did to really improve and work on ourselves and people that we turn to for help.
0: Exactly. And I think another kind of like disclaimer that I sort of thought of also while we were brainstorming for this episode is just that number one, you know, you mentioned this where red flags are different at different stages of your life because maybe
1: you're already changing. Yeah, Totally. Like, your red flags at 18 would not be the same as, like, your red flags now at 27. Like, my red flags changed throughout like different periods of my life.
0: Exactly. And also I was thinking about this and something interesting that I think we're going to probably get into is like, what if your red flags is something that is a response to their red flags, you know? So I thought that was actually really interesting. But anyway, with that being said, why don't we kick it off with you, Teresa? Why don't you tell us what you think your red flags are when you're dating?
1: Okay. So, ultimate red flags that I have. I like as I mentioned before, I think I have like different red flags in different phases of my life, but I think like a constant pattern that I see, like when I get into serious relationships, this isn't like red flags when I'm like in the early dating phase or like talking phase but like when I am fully dating someone like I okay you let me know if this is a red flag or not but I literally will think that I'm going to marry them like with, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god to my boyfriends I'm like I'm going to marry him. Like he is (laughs) the one. (laughs) Wait, wait.
0: wait. Okay. Well, I don't, okay. I don't think this is like a red flag necessarily, depending on how early you're showing these tendencies. Mm -hmm. Like, are you saying like, you think you're going to marry them when you, you guys have become boyfriend and girlfriend and, and it's been like months or like, how early does this show up?
1: I don't know. I think it's because I romanticize things through much through like watching my Disney movies and like literally being obsessed with like your K-dramas. <laughs> yeah, literally my fucking K-dramas, that shit. Like, because <laughs> they fall in love like immediately. And so, yeah, like even like before like my obsession with K-dramas, which is like only two years ago, but like my obsession with like Disney and with like watching like proposal videos and with like reading like love stories, like it just makes me like romanticize a guy too early. So like even if I'm just starting to date them, like literally like this would be like a couple of weeks in boyfriend and girlfriend. I'll be like, oh my God, he is the one.
0: But did you think this with your last boyfriend too? Yeah. I would be like, oh, I'm probably going to marry him. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, I'm actually shook. Well. I don't, I like, I don't know. I I mean, maybe our audience can let us know in the Instagram comments, yeah. but I personally don't know if this is actually a red flag because I feel like with you, it's a, like red flags are all about display, you know, like you can think yes. it, you can think yeah. it as long as you're not showing it and it's affecting the other oh, person. Yeah.
1: I would never, like, I would never show it. I never would like talk to them and be like, oh my God, I'm going to be with you. Yeah. Like we're the one, but like I would... In- internally think it so maybe it's like a red flag I need to watch out on myself because I can't always like think of the next one yeah. as like the one because I think of that then I get stuck in a relationship for too long because I think they're the one even though they're not And that's where I screw myself over.
0: I agree. I think it's more just, you know, something you should watch out for. But I don't think it's a dating red flag for you because, like I said, I think a red flag is when it's being displayed. Because, for example, like, if a guy who very, like, you know, biologically just wants to fuck, right? I have a red flag then.
1: Okay. I have, like, a few more. Okay. Okay. So, like, things that I display. So, I would try to... Actually, in all of my relationships, there would be, like certain parts of them that I would want to change. And like, there was this one particular relationship that this guy just wasn't, he didn't really like quite have a plan for like his life and he didn't really have like a career path like laid out and i literally i would try so hard to like make him more ambitious and i would be like you know you should do this i would give him suggestions to do this and do that and that would stress him out so much and that would like cause a strain in our relationship he'd be like yo what the fuck chill and i'm like how can i chill when like you literally don't have your shit together wait he
0: actually told you chill
1: yeah, like, but like low-key, he wouldn't say oh it God. in like an aggressive way. You know, like with my last relationship, like he was a really low-key chill guy, whereas I was really upbeat, fun, and energetic. I'd be like, yo, can you give, like give me more like, you know, fun and energy? And then, you know, I would try to like change parts of them. So that for sure is a red flag because I would try to make them more similar to me, whereas instead of doing that, I should probably find someone that's a better match with me.
0: A hundred percent. I agree. Because yeah, I think you should never go into a relationship asking for potential. You should be dating
1: the current reality. Yes. You should love them as they are. Exactly. You shouldn't want to change any part of them because that makes them, like, not them. And I don't know. I feel like with the ambition part, I really did think that I was trying to make them a better person. Like, you know, like, making them inspired, like, so they would do better in life. Yeah. But But not everyone is ambitious, and that's okay. Everyone has, like, different layout in life. And, like, if they want to do this right now or do something later, like, everything will pan out for them. But, like, I was just really aggressive, and I wanted to push for them like yeah. to to do something like immediately yeah with their lives. True.
0: I can see that as being a red flag.
1: Yes. Okay. And another one I have. Okay. This is I think you would know this one, but like trust issues because I was cheated on in the past. Now I have like a lens. Yes. That like I don't know, like that it, that traumatized me so much that like I have a lens now to like look to like phase out the fuck boys yeah i'd be like who are your hoes like tell me like what's going on yeah i wouldn't trust them immediately because i got played so hard in the past like i got played so hard in the past where like i had another girl message me and it was like the classic oh you don't know who i am oh (laughs) that message (laughs) is so traumatizing it's so fucking traumatizing so like my trust issue is like i'm always like reading like my message requests and like Oh my god. Seeing if like I'm getting any of that when I'm in other relationships because I'm like well I don't want to get played again and I gotta regularly check since that came to me like and I didn't see that message until like two months later. I know, I know, I know. Oh my god, oh my god. You sent it to me and I was
0: like yeah. Oh yeah, Yeah. I I can see that. No but like how do you display your trust issues? Like you just overly ask some questions.
1: Honestly, well so since that cheating relationship, I was in a relationship with like my ex and he was like literally the healthiest guy, most loyal, most trustworthy yeah, yeah. guy. I think I did just dis- like when he would like listen to Chris Brown or like, you know, make like ho jokes like, oh, I got hoes on the side. I'd be like, the fuck?
0: Like, just overly sensitive, basically.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, I literally would get yeah. mad. And so he's learned to, like, not make, like, side chick jokes with me, even though they're literally, like, jokes or, like, lyrics off the song. I'd be like, you listening to yeah. these, like, side chick songs? Like, the fuck? Or, like, don't listen to, for like, fucking Future and shit. Like, don't get no ideas. Or if he likes a meme that, like, goes like, oh, I have, like, so many hoes on my roster. I'd be like, yeah. So that would, like, be definite, like, trigger- like, yeah, definite, like, trigger alerts yeah. for me. But, like, this guy was just, like, so good about it. Like, my ex was so good, and he was just... he Like, he never showed any, like, sketchy signs at all. So, like, he won me over. Like, I didn't have trust issues after that. There was this one instance, though, where I, like, had his Snapchat. Like, I was on his phone, and, like, he and I were, like, just taking pictures on Snapchat. And I was like, oh, let's post this on your story. And he's like, no. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because I got hoes. And I'm like... Oh my god. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like mad. Well, not literally mad. I tried to play it off. Like, whatever, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm like, that's a little sus. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, no one like, it's not even sus because he already told you he has hose. It's not even sus. Like a sus would be like
1: Yeah, he's like, no, he didn't say that. He's like, I don't want the hose to see. Or like, no, oh, the hose will see. And I'm like, Oh down. my god. But yeah, no, that's already like That's fucking sus, isn't it? Even though he like did everything right and he was like the most trustworthy, loyal guy, that like one comment was like, the fuck? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So those are my red flags. And on to you, Lisa. What do you think your red flags are?
0: Okay, so I have one that I thought of myself and then one I actually (laughs) asked somebody, like I actually asked a dude. So I'll I'll share the one that I know of myself. Okay, so actually, no, I have two that I thought of myself. Okay, so the first one is I know myself to be extremely prideful and I have like a really large ego, but kind of just like as like a self-defense mechanism. I think it's like the reason why just kind of like to go rooted into this issue. And this is why I'm like ugh, till this day, I'm like, I don't even know if, if it's a flag that I want to like change about myself because this is how I got here. Number one, I have this theory and a lot of like Asian parents, just parents in general, but like particularly like Asian moms say this all the time where they're like, in order for a relationship to work, the guy needs to like the girl more. Have you ever heard of this? Oh yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Yes. Like literally, my mom said that to me yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So okay. My aunt said that to me today.
0: Listen, I'm not asking for like an 80-20, okay? I'm not asking him to be like Mm -hmm. in love with me 80% and I'm only in love at 20. The ideal metric, you guys, that we should be looking for is like 51-49. Like you like me 51% and I like you 49%. This is like the ideal, Mm -hmm. like theoretically, okay? Theoretically, guy to girl ratio. So the issue is I think my pride comes out when I start noticing that like the ratio is off where I either like him more or like he's like slightly less oh, so
1: but you've never really liked a guy or you never dated a guy that you liked more like y- the guys that you dated always were obsessed with you like it was like 80, yeah like 20. okay okay'll
0: we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> in another second but like but the okay. first thing is like well it kind of does impact because like remember the guy and I've mentioned him a couple of times the, the one that I was obsessed with like okay I was so obsessed yes
1: you found the one you like the one that just
0: bought with. me a coffee and a- I'm like hell yeah but it's so funny okay we're actually gonna give him a name now because basically I was so obsessed with this guy that my friends started calling him Dale like Dale from like you know like like oh. Claire and Dale you know how they fell
1: in love like yes. so fast and they just like yes and they were like so toxic yes yeah so so
0: basically we started call so we're gonna actually call him Dale moving forward so I like basically the issue with like Dale was like I quickly noticed that you know like I wasn't sure if he was like as obsessed with me as I am with him like I feel like I just you know whatever so Mm -hmm. that being said like because of that when he shows signs that he's like not that into me like I immediately retract and I'll say like pretty like I don't know like pretty like blunt things like one time he said something to me and I I can't remember what he Said crap. It's like blanking my head. This was like a couple of months ago. But anyway, he said something to me, and then my response to him was like, "Oh, he said something about like talking to me all the time, but not meeting me in person." And I was just like, "Oh, sorry. Like the guys that I talk to are more consistent." And then I was like, "Oh, brb. I'm actually gonna go to dinner with one of them." Oh my
1: god.
0: <laughs> I should not have. Oh my god. No, no. But like,
1: here's the thing, though. Okay, so like, but sometimes some guys would be like, "Oh my god, like." that's so hot. Like she has competition. So I'm going to work harder, but some guys will just be completely turned off and be like the fuck she a hoe.
0: Yeah, I know. I think I definitely like, I mean, this is me being like extremely self-aware and like introspective. I definitely said it because my ego was like a little bit hurt based on whatever he said. So I like, I think he was joking too. But the thing is for me, it's just like, this is like another reason how I am the way I am. Because like you said, all of the guys I have dated in the past have been like very imbalancedly obsessed with me. Mm-hmm. Like, obsessed is, like, mm-hmm. also an understatement. Like, they've... They
1: were, like, crazy in love with you, and you were just like, oh, like I moderate. like them. Yeah. I, like, love them. <laughs> yeah. But they were like, I love Lisa. <laughs> like, I would die for Lisa. Yeah, like... Like, aggressive, like... <laughs> Yeah. So Psycho level so maybe. that's why
0: it's like, <laughs> yes, that's why it's like when I meet someone that is, you know, like not to that level, it kind of shocks me because I'm just like not used to that. Like I'm not used to yeah. the lack of obsession for lack of a better word.
1: Yeah. But like, also it may not be healthy if they're like that obsessed with you
0: yeah but I think like even something close like I think that's what I was looking for so I know that the mm-hmm. pride thing kind of comes out okay Teresa so tell me your opinion so my whole thing about whether or not this is something to be changed is because this trait really only comes out when I notice that the guy is like not that into me so arguably number one like should you even be dating someone who's not even that into you
1: I would say, fuck no. Like, why? Like, why waste your fucking time? So I don't think it's a red flag because you're protecting yourself and you're protecting your heart and your heart is like so precious. Like you should, you should protect it. And if it's like a defense mechanism that like, you know, like gives men like sass when they're like trying to play you, like then do it. I do this. I actually, I do the same thing. Like if their energy is not matching mine, i'm not gonna match theirs either like if they're not excited i'm not gonna be excited if they if they that's are, fair like giving me like low like effort responses same here because i'm like what the fuck yeah yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try yeah exactly and i think you're doing the same thing mm-hmm. like if they said something that bothered you you're also like doing something to bother them back
0: yeah fair
1: So I think this, I don't think it's a red flag. Yeah, unless like they're doing really like nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. But I think that guy intentionally made a joke to like bother you. Yeah,
0: that's true that's true that's true okay so the second red flag that I thought of myself is what is it okay so I have a tendency to be extremely busy obviously like with my job and then like now podcast etc so I have this tendency where I have this belief which I'm also working already on with my therapist where I just believe that like no guy can measure up to what I'm doing myself Oh my God, me too. So it's like, if not me as a person, I'm saying like my work. So basically it's like, if I have to choose between hanging out with you or doing something important, you will always lose. Okay, mind. That's different
1: for me. So you prioritize work over the person. Yeah.
0: So to the point where it's like bad, because sometimes if we have a fight, I would like my immediate response would be like, I don't need this. Like, I don't need to date you. Like dating you takes so much time. Like I would rather film another episode of my podcast, which is like (laughs) not that healthy because then it it like makes me minimize.
1: That means you just don't like them that much. Yeah, I guess. So I don't really think that's a red flag either, unless you're in a serious relationship with them and you're, and you love them, but you're like, fuck it. I'd rather do work than like fix this relationship.
0: Okay. I think it, it does trans, I think it does go into even the serious ones, but very much more evident in dating. Like for me, it's like, if you like say something kind of to waste my time, I just like won't even bother reaching out again because I like...
1: Then that's fair. They're trying to waste your time. Then don't even bother. Don't give them the attention or effort. The fuck? But like, yeah,
0: like I just, I feel like no guy ever measures up. Like literally no one will measure
1: up to like my time. That's fair. That's fair. I agreed with you because I thought like no one measured up to like my standard. And I feel like we are... So your
0: standard as in like, yes, like your standard as in who you Like think- my equal.
1: Yes. Okay. Like yes. I have not... I I don't think I've met my equal yet in this world. Yes. I thought that my ex was like close to my equal. And I think he had everything like professionally, like career wise, like, you know, like the family values and everything. But I don't, I didn't think he had like the enthusiasm, excitement and energy. Like he didn't have that. So even though he measured to my equal on paper, like the personality, like didn't match. Yeah. Fair. So like, I'm still looking for my equal and I think that we should hold our standards high. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, do you feel, like, the same thing? Like, do you feel that this, like, you're kind of eliminating men because, like, you're not finding men of your equal? No, I think... Or maybe you're not as picky as me. I'm not. So that's another red flag on my part.
0: For me, yeah, I think we'll go into that in a bit. But I think for mm-hmm. me, I think it's, like, I look at more of our connection a little bit more than, yeah. like, all the other things maybe. Yeah, but okay. so last red flag that I'll go into really quickly, which was something that someone else just told me because I texted them. But basically (laughs) they were just like, okay, like he even prefaces by saying he's just like, also, to be fair, I like fully support you. And like this, like he he was just like, this is me literally thinking of one and I don't even think it's one, but I do think it is one. He's like, you are more high maintenance than I am. And then I was like, actually, this is a huge one. Like, I do think I am high maintenance, but I also do think that this is a red flag only if the person I'm dating is not
1: low maintenance man
0: it's a very low maintenance man yeah exactly like so I think this is like a contingent then why
1: don't you just date a high maintenance man exactly you're the one that wants a fucking boat anyways. exactly date a man with a boat that man with a boat will be high maintenance
0: exactly so I'm just (laughs) like I mean this red flag is one I'm also very self-aware of I mean my entire job is to literally sell you products you know, and I get yes, sent products, yes. so it's like, I mean, what do you want me to do? But also, I think the important thing also is like, not he also mentioned this. He's like, at least you don't spend beyond your means. And I was like, actually, that's a pretty good point. Like, you're not spending things that you can't like afford. I guess like, oh yeah, yeah, because that would be
1: a huge red flag, like just financially. Exactly, and like how draining that would be for your partner. Exactly. So as long as I guess yeah. you're like within, mm-hmm. and you're dating someone, and as on- long as you're not like asking your partner for like specific gifts like aggressively like I feel like a hint here and there for like Christmas and birthday that would be okay if it's not like out of his like budget exactly what he can afford yeah exactly exactly okay okay I feel like your red flags are not as bad I feel like my red flags are kind of worse no I don't think
0: so I think your first red flag was on falling in love but you but that one's like not an actual red flag because you don't exert that
1: yes Your second one is
0: a little bit more. I think, I think mine though is like, I think they become red flags once you get into a serious relationship. I think if I can screen better with these red flags in the dating phase, I think they're fine. But these red flags can also be taken into relationships. Like the pride, like for me, like Mm -hmm. the pride carries on even in an argument for me, like in a serious relationship, so that's not that good. Even the high maintenance, like, even if we're relatively on the same level, like, if for certain incidences I'm higher or lower, like, whatever. Yeah,
1: but then that, I feel like those are fixable. You can just, like, find a guy that, like, matches that. Like, that's why, like, I would be single for long periods of time because I need someone to, like, match the level that I'm looking for in terms of, like, like my equal or, like, even, like, you know, career personality-wise. Like, we don't want to settle for that. And if yours is, like, you would like someone on the same like lifestyle level like if you want someone as high maintenance as you like you can go find that and that way you won't have that like red flag discrepancy if you're with like a really low-key guy
0: but I think in general like all I mean the good thing about this whole thing is that all red flags are fixable as long as you have totally. the intention to work on yourself so yes okay so that being said which one should we do first you to me or me to you you,
1: you do of me
0: Okay. So I don't actually have any like major red flags. I I even went into this conversation, not really think of any, but I think you reminded me of kind of one. I think, well, once again, I don't know if this is a red flag.
1: So this is a red flag that I, that you think that I exhibit? Yes.
0: But I don't even know if you exhibit this, but I do think, I think the ambition thing is really important to you. And I think where the red flag can come in, I don't know how much you show it to the partner. So that's why I'm, like, unsure if this is a red flag. I think,
1: well, it doesn't really show to my last partner. Well, actually, my last two partners, it never showed because they match on that level. But, like, to the people that I date that aren't as as ambitious, then they would show. So it just depends on that person. Got it. Like, if it's not a match, then, like, you know, it'll it'll show more because I'm trying to push them to be better. So... We would be on the same level. Yeah.
0: I mean, mine for you is more just like, I think I just have like two little ones. Like, one is more just for your own internal sake like I think you should give chances to people that you don't observe you know you don't observe them being technically on because I feel like what you have in your head quote-unquote on your level they're all things in the external world like
1: yeah they're all like you know things on paper exactly
0: but Mm -hmm. but you haven't been like oh someone on my level of kindness or like like enthusiasm like those weren't on I'm your looking list. for
1: that now yeah yeah I'm looking for that now but I think for the last one That's what was missed.
0: Yeah. The external stuff is actually easier to fix. And I think I even told you this. One of the bloggers that I follow, her husband. So it's for those listening, it's like Valeria. She's like also a Toronto influencer. She married her husband. She was like 21. Her husband was like 18 years older than her. And he was obviously like super wealthy Mm -hmm. and stuff. But even in his story, he was saying how he didn't get rich or become successful until mid to late 30s. So imagine you dating this guy when he was 30 yeah and you're like 26
1: yeah but like i'm sure at that point like he was working on something like he had ambition in his 30s to get him to where he was in his like mid to late 30s but if you're like not doing anything right now and you're like 27 like how do you expect to be there in your mid 30s that's like my question mm-hmm.
0: but sometimes they might have like not a great job like
1: yeah no but that's okay i feel like i wouldn't be picky about their job right now but it's like their potential and like where they see themselves and like their career path like i'm Got not it. looking to date like literally a CEO like right now okay like like one of the k-dramas where I'm like trying to fall for like a fucking like the a table which is like the the heir of like a huge company that's not what I'm looking for because that's not me either like I I come from like you know immigrant parents but like I just need them to have like drive and ambition right now like where do you want to be in 10 years you you should have like an idea like you don't have to have the greatest job because like I think my job I don't have like the best job in the world. Like I think my job is, is amazing and super cool, but like I'm no CEO myself right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like I'm a work in progress, but I would love for that guy to be a work in progress and. For us to have like aligned goals for like the life we want in our future and like the life that we want to provide our kids. Cause of course, like I want my children to have a better life than me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Asian mentality where like, you know, your parents come here for a better life for you. And then like now I want an even better life for like my own kids. Exactly. Like I want them, like, yeah, like each generation to do better and better.
0: So my second red flag for you. I feel like this is also kind of, like, very minor. But we kind of talked about this. I think this isn't just, like, pertaining to dating. I think, like, I even mentioned, I think, like, since your last relationship, because it was so scarring, it made you a more anxious person overall. So I think this is naturally exerted, like, not just in your, like, romantic relationships, but, like, in general, like, I think you're overall, like, more paranoid than you used to be
1: oh yeah because I got so fucking played that now I am paranoid like
0: yeah 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 so I think you already mentioned this but I think it's yeah. like not just in like this in the little realm of like the hose or whatever but like even in other yeah. things too I think it like generally made you a more anxious person which is fine you know like we all have mm-hmm, these things mm-hmm. that we're dealing with but I think sometimes like for like even when you're dating I think yeah it could make them like if you come on strong about it or like if you don't give them like a prior disclaimer I think they might be like what you were saying how they were like you know
1: that's so interesting I don't I feel like I don't show my anxiety like early on because like I feel like I show like very little of myself early on like when getting to know someone like I don't get to my anxious part until like I'm fully dating them yeah then I tell them like hey like I'm like so nervous about this Mm -hmm. like I have you know, I have anxiety. These these are my worries. Like I'm worried about my parents' health. I'm worried about like my future, my career, but that comes on later. And that's like, that was like a load that like my ex had to help me with. But like, it's nice when you're in a relationship because like they become your support system. system. Exactly. It's like how you and I, like Lisa, like we're each other's support systems right mm-hmm. now. Cause we like have like, we have friends as support.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like I feel like I, I- don't and won't show it early on but like I'll be yeah like this is super helpful I'll, I'll be wary like going forward to like not show too much of my anxiety but I feel like I don't show myself well
0: I mean like I don't want to say like don't show your your anxiety because if you have anxiety it's it, like they should be understanding yeah. but it's that little like maybe more of like a little disclaimer it's also hard for me to say because it's like it's hard for me to judge your red flags because I'm not going on these dates with you like I don't actually know how you interact
1: right. no trust me when I date I literally show Show, I don't show that much of me <laughs> like it's like very little like you will have to be rewarded it's like who
0: do you think Teresa is exactly like it's like imagine <laughs> them telling me about you I'd be like who did you date you said
1: <laughs> no I mean like I'm true to myself but I'm not gonna be like oh like these are my like deepest like insecurities. Of course so like I won't show that yeah which like you know like will will be like anxiety inducing conversations mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't talk about like you know the things that like I fear yeah So yeah.
0: Okay, so what do you think are the ones for me?
1: Okay, for you right now, I think a red flag is that you're not ready to settle down right now. (laughs) So that's a huge fucking red flag. Like, (laughs) because like, why are you even talking to these men (laughs) for entertainment?
0: That's so funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's a huge one, and that's been you for like 10, I months guess now. the past year. Yeah. yeah. 10 months, like since you like left your past relationship and it wasn't a red flag that you had before because you were always like a relationship type girl. And this is like the first and only time I've seen you like not wanting to settle down. Yeah.
0: I feel like I'm also like, I draw the line very quickly. Like I remember the last, okay. So all of you listening, I definitely already mentioned this guy. This is the guy that I like hunted down on my hinge with yes, Teresa. Yes, So
1: And he wanted to settle down and then you were like, oh no. I, <laughs> I was just straight up like,
0: I was just straight up like, oh hell no, like or whatever. And I'm like, I do not want a relationship or like whatever. I like straight up tell him that.
1: right right. at least
0: I'm transparent okay I'm very transparent
1: that's fair exactly exactly so it's not like they're getting played themselves like they know you're not looking for a relationship so you set the expectation which is so fair the other red flag I have for you is that like and you mentioned this but you need someone that's like obsessed with you and so like I don't know like I don't think that's like a huge red flag, but I feel like maybe early on, like someone may not be as interested right away because they're still trying to get to know you.
0: Okay. See, this is my continuous battle. So my parents actually mentioned something so interesting to me the other day. So basically my brother just recently got a girlfriend and yes. he's bringing her over and like meeting the family, etc. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, like, you know, I feel like before he shows that he would like want to end up with them or whatever he's Mm -hmm. more like oh I'm not sure like where this is gonna go just because they live really far and she's like I think she's planning to go to med school so like they don't even know distance wise Uh, if they're gonna like end up together yeah
1: if they'll make it work
0: I think it's more like a distance reason exactly right so we're kind of going into this meeting of his girlfriend with this attitude of like who knows if this is forever, which is, which I thought was super interesting because like, you know, things didn't work out with my ex, but like, at least when he met my family, it was like, he's most likely going to be my husband type of thing. Right. Yes. So my parents were just like, Lisa, like you met us or he, you introduced us to him and thinking he was going to be your husband, but he's not. But what if, you know, John, my brother, I, I almost didn't say his name for privacy, but I'm like, wait, this is searchable.
1: <laughs> so obvious, like, <laughs>
0: yeah. who John is. <laughs> so they're just like, what if John's bringing home a girl and, like, they're, like, you know, mildly serious right now, but it gets more serious and they end up getting married. And I'm like, that's so true. And I think, like, you're so right about this red flag, but that's also why I'm just like, when you're starting, is it, should you be more obsessed with them right off the bat? Like I don't
1: know. I think but I still think guys should be more obsessed with us. Yeah. So I But I'm that, like I mean, like that's just like how I was taught. Oh. And like I feel like like I've Okay, literally, this is what my aunt told me earlier today when I was having lunch with her, but she was, like, she's seen relationships where, like, the woman was, like, more obsessed with the man, but then the man would, like, play her at the end because, like, he would, like, still have a wandering eye and, like, look for other women.
0: Yes, exactly. Whereas
1: if it's, like, the guy that's, like, way more obsessed, then, like, he would, he'd be more loyal. Like, he would, like, you know, like, he would have more, he, have, he would have a better staying power. Yeah. And he would maybe treat her better that's what like my Asian aunt thinks like this is not my thought
0: yeah but for argument sake though have you seen those TikToks where it's just like that moment when
1: he's the one who chased you but now you're the one that's heartbroken or something oh my gosh but I've never been through that so I don't know but I've seen those TikToks it's like if you give an ugly guy a chance yes and then he fucking plays you or like, she's they're all on the you. same. Yeah. like yeah
0: so like for on the reverse can't you also argue that the girl could be the one chasing the guy first but then the guy ends up being way more obsessed with you later. That's not a mentality that I share, hence my pride issue, but I'm just saying, I'm playing my own devil's advocate here.
1: Actually, I don't know. I mean, I did chase one of my ex-boyfriends and like, we ended up being together, but... Like, is this is this is this, this, is, a this is the, <laughs> the cheating the, one. The, the the cheated one so basically, i got cheated on yeah but we so, were deeply in love for four years
0: yeah so if you were listening to this and if you were someone who chased a guy <laughs> and he became more obsessed with you please let us know because us it will know. it will determine whether or not i should re-spark things with dale <laughs> <laughs> really dale is out of the picture but you know do we revive him resuscitate this man no
1: but i i really do think i do think the man should be more like into you from the get-go like i feel like he should have more of an effort but that's my opinion i'd love to know like of course like listeners and like other people like have you chased a man and now he's like totally into you because yeah i always thought that one thing was right and like that the man had to be more obsessed according to all my asian like aunties yeah my like mother exactly yeah
0: okay so now I think it's important to know that you know once again good news ask your friends what they think your red flags are I think it could provide some like really cool interesting perspectives and also obviously look within yourself or if you want you can try to ask people you've dated before if you have that type of relationship Relationship with them exactly but Teresa Mm -hmm. okay tell us how we can mitigate some of these red flags
1: So how to mitigate this? So I think the first thing is like realizing what they are, like realizing like this is something that you exhibit and this is like potentially a negative trait and like you should, yeah, like first like notice it and talk it out with someone. I think like... Like with me talking out with Lisa, with me talking it out with my therapist, it's really important, but like identifying it and like figuring out a plan to work on it, to really better yourself so that you're prepared for your next relationship or that you're prepared for improving yourself so that your partner can have like the best version of you. That's like not as, you know, traumatized from your, and or toxic from your experiences from the past. And that way you just have like better communication with them. And I think that if it's something that your partner has brought up to you, it's definitely worth having a conversation with them or if it's something that you're noticing that you're you know starting a lot of fights or you're, you're being insecure about a particular topic definitely talk it out with him and say you know this is something that i have and this is unfortunately a trait that is brought from my past relationship like that unfortunately scarred me but i'm working on it and i would like to you know become a better person for us and our relationship and i would not like to treat you this way or like make you feel like nervous or anxious because of what i had to go through in the past so like just having that conversation and letting them know like that's what i had to do with my last relationship like i told my ex-boyfriend that i had trust issues from my previous ex who had cheated on me and he knew the whole story and he was just so nice and really understanding and he like he wouldn't be bothered or like even say that I had trust issues he would just be like oh okay like I totally understand and I'm sorry for making these like side hoe jokes yeah like having these conversations and if your man is like really kind and really receptive about it then You know, you know, you got a good one, but always try to work on yourself and to better yourself if you're single for your next relationship. So you don't exhibit the same red flags that have been following you throughout the last few relationships.
0: Exactly. I would a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Anything else you want to add to that, Lisa? No,
0: not really. I think definitely, you know, being very introspective is the first thing too. I think I would also, if you guys can also throw in therapy, I think like I use weekly therapy sessions to work on myself. Mm -hmm. Therapy is key. And then, yeah, also like having more transparent conversations with your friends because they can see things that you might not.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like I think Lisa and I talk about our own issues and like what we need to work on like all the time. Yeah, like we... Our red flags. Like, we knew of each other. Yeah, and like we... Like, just through, like, our regular conversations. Exactly. And we can, like, point them out. And
0: it's important to also doing, doing it, like, kindly. Like, we're... Because we know that yes. the intention is for us to get better. With respect. Exactly. We do it, like, respectfully and, like, with good intention and not, like, using it. Exactly. Not using it as, like, a time to, like, jab at people. So, no, that's really no. important. So, find that friend that you can trust on that level mm-hmm. of respect. And, yeah, but... I think that's pretty much all we have for today. Mm, that
1: concludes our episode on red flags we give off and how you can work on your red flags. And if you like this, we hope that you can send this to your friend or family or significant other. And as always, you make sure you catch us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, anywhere else that we're on. We're Twitter. on Twitter. I feel like we're on literally <laughs> everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure to catch us next Monday for another episode. All
0: right. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.